Good morning, Emilia Artford. Welcome on VH Berries. Thank you so much. <laughs> Good morning. A breakdown of a great day for you is cool stuff, cool cars, cool people. <laughs> I'm very fortunate to have an incredible, you know, team and friends who are adopted family now around me. Right now, you have a channel dedicated to cars, which is one of your passion. And I would love to discuss about uh, this specific activity and also your acting career because you are doing a bunch of stuff right now. Yeah, so I was very fortunate and blessed to be involved in the sequel of California Christmas. Um, the sequel follows Callie and Joseph a year after they fall in love and uh, family obligations call Joseph back to the city and that's where their love is then threatened. And I play Lindsay. I am a, I would say, a fun, you know, social life, just want to live my life, trying to find the um, probably a wealthy man to, to settle down with. And I play alongside uh, actor Daniel Bucco, and of course the leads, Lauren and Josh Swickard. Um, and it's an, it's an incredible scene and it was a lot of fun to shoot. And overall the ESX family was just, it was an amazing production. I was very thankful to be able to do it. So that streams on Netflix. Uh, next Thursday or this Thursday, depending when this releases, December 16th. So I haven't seen it yet. I'm really excited for it. <laughs> you were on the rooftop uh, during the recording of this scene. Um, maybe that this rooftop uh, had an helicopter uh, <laughs> to deliver some cars, maybe. That would be nice. <laughs> we filmed it Oh man, it was early summer and it was so cold. I have a photo on my Instagram of me just wearing a puffy jacket down to my feet. But uh, it was cool. You could hear some cool cars driving by, just like reverberating off the walls of the, uh, you know, the city towers in San Francisco. So it was a really beautiful location. I made a reference to one of your videos <laughs> in which you delivered a car with an helicopter. This yeah. sentence is surreal. I know, thank you. I was trying to think of a fun way to take delivery of my dream car. And, um, you know, I would say, listen, I, I work very hard to get to where I am. So please take everything I say with the most grateful humbleness possible. I took delivery of a Ferrari 458, which is unbelievable to me because I never would have seen myself owning a Ferrari. Um, and it's my first Italian supercar. And I was trying to think of what a fun way to take delivery is. Uh, so uh, I took delivery of the red 458 via helicopter and they dropped it off for me in a crate. And it was it was a wild experience, and you know a lot of the subscribers had had a fun time watching that and just being involved in the journey for all these years. It was a journey, Emilia Artford, and if I understood correctly, you were also in the helicopter. Uh, so uh, my friend, copter pilot, who 
And Alex <laughs> Troy flew us to the, loca- the location where it was their friends um, who, who did the delivery of the car via their helicopter. It all sounds so wild when I talk about it. Never in a million years, I tell you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got a ride via helicopter to the shoot location, um, believe it or not. And they, they definitely uh, showed me a good time. It, it was fun. <laughs> and to come back to the word that you just said, uh, in the humble way, that's because you moved back to California around uh, 10 years ago. But at the beginning, it was more to do acting. And you worked actually more than... 2,000 days in restaurants. Why you gotta do me like that? <laughs> you make me realize how many days I worked in a restaurant for. Yeah, I mean, I'm so thankful uh, that I experienced working in a restaurant. I mean, I got a job at, at 16. I was working three jobs while also going to school part-time. And, you know, I this was in Indiana. And I just, I couldn't turn on the television without feeling guilty because I just knew that's what I wanted to do. And I loved watching performances, but at the end of the day, I just knew that I needed to move back to California. And at 18 years old, I packed my little race car with everything I could own and drove cross country. And, you know, I had a big wake up call of, of what life and reality was on, on your own in, in the big city. And I worked for six years, uh, working restaurant job after restaurant job, pursuing that dream of, of acting. Um, and I think it was at that point too, that, um, you know, after six years, you, I just, I, I wasn't, I didn't get anywhere. I was auditioning. I was cold emailing agents and managers. I was mailing little headshot cards to casting directors. I was in all the acting classes. They told me I needed to be in. Um, I was self-submitting myself. I was doing everything by the book that I was told I needed to do. And I, you know, six years is a long time when, when you're on your own, you're just trying to, you know, make sure you can afford your rent every month. And I, just something needed to change. So I, you know, from the peer pressure of my mom telling me I, I should start YouTubing working on cars um, and, and my peers, my friends, I, you know, I never changed the end goal. I kept the same goal. I just changed how I was going to get there. And that's what YouTubing allowed for me to do. Emilia Artford, I am expecting you to make a rap remix. Started from the gas station, now we're here. <laughs> Wait, that's a really good idea. I love that. Um, and you referenced the fact that um, I spent, to get my first vlog camera, I spent every single penny in my bank account. And I met <laughs> this guy I found on Craigslist selling his used Canon G7X at a gas station in downtown LA. I showed it by myself too. Um, and that's the camera that I, I just started vlogging with. So uh, yeah, it started from the gas station, now we're here. <laughs> and now I understand the situation better because at the beginning I thought that this is very curious, the fact that a gas station would sell um, camera equipment. But now you just told me that this, this was just a meeting point. Yeah, yeah, I, I 
probably shouldn't have shown up <laughs> by myself, but I did. You know, reflecting in my life, there's probably a lot of things I shouldn't have done, but realistically, that's just, you know, me getting older, looking back at younger me, like, you were a little too daring, but, you know, I'm thankful I was because I wouldn't be where I am today without that. In definitive, by creating your own tunnel and channel, you uh, put it, uh, your own fate in your own hands. Yeah, at the time, I, I didn't realize that it would grow to be what it is today, but I... I think it was just intimidating for me because, you know, you hear all the stories, you see all these people who take, put their fate into their own hands. And it's a little scary too, because there's always the what if, what if you don't make it? What if it doesn't happen for you? And I heard something that kind of changed my outlook on that. And I was like, well, what if it does happen? And I kind of changed that towards my mentality. And, um, it, you know, if you just keep working at it and, and, and just, you know, understand where you're going, try to set a plan and, and know it and understand that it's not always going to be easy. And, and sometimes work is, is exactly that it's work. You know, I, I feel like that changed my mindset is just having, having a positive outlook definitely helped me when times were, were very difficult, even when it felt like it was impossible, if that makes sense. The goal is to keep the faith. I think just keep, be positive, you know, I've, I'm very hard on myself as a person and, and I see a lot of people who are as well. And, and I think, you know, don't think what if it doesn't happen for people who are looking for a little bit of advice, think like what if it happens, you know, because I, I, I do believe it's possible. I'm very fortunate my mom told me growing up that you can do anything you set your mind to. Emilia Hartford, you just mentioned it. Right now you have a supercar, a Ferrari, but at the beginning you had a Nissan. Yeah, yeah, I had a Nissan 240SX. Uh, for those uh, listeners or viewers who don't know what exactly that is, um, it is a 90s Japanese uh, two-door car that was predominantly, it became like the kind of drift car that everyone was using. And part of why I got that car is because I wanted to, to learn how to drift and start getting into that. And I based my YouTube channel off of rebuilding that car and learning how to drift in one month. And setting a goal really helped me to continue pushing after that. Um, and then from there, I had many other unreliable cars, <laughs> but you know, I still have her today. I call her Envy, you know, green with Envy. Um, and yeah. Absolutely. Because the couple first video of your YouTube channel were about, uh, this, uh, 240, uh, SX. So you are also um, into the machine inside the car to fix everything. Yeah, so it, it does have um, an LS engine. It's basically the engine out of a Chevy Corvette. Um, so that's fast. It's a naturally aspirated V8. Um, yeah, she gets and goes. But there's a lot of work that needed to be done to her when I, when I first got her. So she's... You know, even today, I'm still working on her and, and, and constantly trying to, to push that car. And, and not only the, the car, but, you know, my experience in wrenching, but also in driving as well. You mean that as the day of today, the car is still there? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm still ordering parts for her all the time. <laughs> you mean that you have a huge parking to store everything? Yeah. <laughs> um, especially with where I live now, it's parking isn't easy. Um, when I when I first drove that car cross country back to LA, I was living in uh, an apartment complex in Hollywood, and I only had one parking spot, and I negotiated for two. And there were so many times that they tried to take that second spot away from me, even when I didn't have a car. But I knew that you know I was going to need a place to work on my car, um, and of course I started working on my cars there to so start getting eviction notices saying I wasn't allowed to do that. Um, and that was just, you know, I, I didn't let that stop me. I just kept trying to find, find a way to, to keep pushing forward and, and working on cars. because that's, that's my passion. It's what I love to do. That's very ironic, Emilia Hartford, because we often say that uh, the Californian traffic is one of the worst. So your solution is to go on dedicated um, field and circus to um, use the cars at their best potential. <laughs> so I'm laughing right now because my 240 didn't have air conditioning, had an overheating issue, definitely was not good for a daily driver to sit in traffic with. And the amount of times I would go to auditions with that car, with the back of my shirt wet and my makeup melting, my hair frizzy because of how hot it is out here and how hot it would get inside the cab of the car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was, oh gosh, casting must have thought I was nuts, just dripping in sweat. They probably thought I was so nervous and I was just baking in this car. <laughs> You mean that this very specific car didn't have air conditioning, which is a major issue. <laughs> it didn't have air conditioning. <laughs> to this day, it doesn't have air conditioning. What's a race car? You don't need AC. Emilia Hartford, another field that is pushing the limits of the cars is the cinema industry in which you are also working in. What is your takes on the finest uh, cars um, movies and series? Because I would totally imagine um, you are playing uh, in these movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, high level, I would love to do action films, you know, especially if they're based around cars. <laughs> like, I don't think I could ask for a better job. So, you know, trust me, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to try to be in either Fast and Furious franchise or, or something along those lines. Um, I, I, that, yeah, that would be the dream. <laughs> In five years, we are maybe going to see Emilia Hartford in an action movie, in a car, uh, attached to a rope at the top of a mountain, maybe. <laughs> yes. And if they'll let me, I'll do my own stunts, too. <laughs> With no air conditioning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Emilia Hartford, thank you so much for your time. I'm wishing you the best. Thank you so much. This was honestly such a pleasure. I really appreciate it. And thanks for taking the time for speaking with me.